Welcome to the Battle Plan for Victory, an online resource from thegeneration.org designed to help young people deal with personal sin issues through the Word of God and ultimately to find victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Battle Plan for Victory. I'm Bobby Bosler, and this discussion will be about forgiveness, specifically forgiving others. This is the third of three topics in the Foundations for Victory subcategory here in the Battle Plan for Victory. And the reason why it's in this subcategory is because many young people, or not so young people for that matter, their entire walk with God and victory stumble in this area. Um, in fact, if you look at your key verses right here, in Matthew chapter 6, verses 12 to 15, Jesus highlights how important, how essential it is for us in our walk with God that we forgive others. Here's what it says. Um, Jesus is offering to his disciples the model prayer, and he says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know, here what Jesus is saying is he's saying, God, forgive us just like we forgive other people. Ooh. You know, there are a lot of young people that if that's how God forgave them in in the way that they forgive others, they're not going to find much forgiveness. And yet in Jesus' model prayer, That's how he says it. In fact, if you look at the second paragraph there in that verse, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Now, what Jesus is not saying is that uh, unforgiveness means you're not saved. That's not what he's saying. In fact, later on, he's going to use our own salvation as a basis and a pattern for us to forgive other people. So that's not what this is talking about. But what this is saying is in our relationship with God, God will withhold forgiveness from us if we withhold forgiveness from others. I don't entirely understand what that means theologically, but all I know is this. I don't want that to happen to me. Um, Now, if we look at the second verse, um, Peter uh, came to Jesus and asked this question. It says, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? I don't know if Peter had somebody who'd been offending him, who had just offended him for the seventh time, and he was looking for an excuse not to forgive him. But Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times. But until 70 times 7, uh, here Jesus is saying, listen, no, 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 no. I'm not talking just 7 times, Peter. I'm talking 70 times 7 times. You do the math, that's 490 times. Now, don't keep track because the point is not that on the 400 and uh, on the 491st time, I won't forgive you. That's not the point. The point is... Again, Jesus is using hyperbole here. The point is, there is there ought to be no end to your forgiveness. There ought never be a person who uh, who hurts you, who offends you for the last time. Um, there ought not be anyone who gets uh, forgiveness from you and then won't get it the next time because, well, if you do that again, I won't forgive you, friends. That is not forgiveness. 
Ephesians 4 verse 32 says, And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Here what Jesus, uh, I'm sorry, what Paul is saying is he's saying, listen, uh, in fact, the verse before talks about letting bitterness, malice, wrath, all that stuff be put away from you. And here he's saying, but instead, I want you to be kind. I want you to be tenderhearted. I want you to forgive each other just like God forgave you. Think about that for a second. How did God forgive you for Christ's sake? Well, God forgave you for free. Um, God didn't demand you uh, go out and do a bunch of things before he would forgive. There were no strings attached. God doesn't take his forgiveness back, even if we commit exactly the same sin again. Um, It's full. God forgives us of everything, not just a part. It's free. There's nothing we have to do to earn it, and it's forever. So that's how we ought to forgive others. Colossians 3, verse 13, the last verse here, it says, forbearing one another, literally putting up with one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Here the challenge from Paul to us is if there is any quarrel against anybody, forgive. Um, I really would encourage you to check out Dr. Jim's sermon just below this, God's Formula for Forgiveness. And if you're not quite convinced that you are, um, that this is a significant issue, then you need to check out The Backsliding of Bitterness. That's another sermon that's probably in the Explore More section down below. But young person, I want you to know God's expectation for every one of us is whenever, whenever we are hurt and wronged and whenever we're tempted, whenever we're tempted to withhold forgiveness, remember God will withhold forgiveness from us. There ought to be no limit to our forgiveness, even if they offend us for the 491st time we need to forgive. And they're just to the same extent that Jesus forgave you. That ought to humble us. We ought to forgive those who've hurt us. Young people, bitterness is something uh, that will destroy your life. Bitterness will hold you back in every other area of your walk with God. It will infect you. It is a root. That root will extend its horrible little fingers deep down into your life. It will affect all of those around you, those you love. It will hurt you more than it will hurt uh, the person you're directing your hatred towards, young people. Jesus' expectation for you and for me is that we forgive. doesn't matter how much it hurts. doesn't matter how long ago it was doesn't matter how recent it was, you need to forgive. The Battle Plan for Victory is presented by thegeneration.org. That's T-H-E-E generation.org.